Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Everybody, what's up? It's LK, the God of the Fire Squad. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. One, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, just like me. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Game. FSOD, burn up. FSOD. FSOD. <laughs> you know, like, I just not know. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us on a new episode of. I guess we're playing. Oh, yeah. We're playing. We're playing. We're playing. We're roasting. We're roasting. We're roasting. We're roasting. We're roasting to a new episode of Bonfire. We're going to talk about what I call the Wonder Woman 2 of X Men movies, aka Dark Phoenix. I'm bad. I'm. I'm so, so, are we combining? Like, yeah, let's get Are we talking movies. about worst X Men movies, or is this like specifically about Dark Phoenix? Dark Phoenix and I mean, we can just talk about those. All right, like New Mutants is pretty simple. Like I said, they, I don't know if people remember that they marketed it as like a big horror movie, and then the pandemic happened, and then some things happened, and they they pushed the release date back a whole bunch of times until people didn't even know if the movie was still going to come out. And the fact that this, the early screenings were so negative, the studio was like, I don't even know what the fuck to do with this movie, so they pushed it back again and again and again. So they just like quietly put it out like randomly one day. So I like I don't blame people who didn't see it because like. It was a fucking mess, the whole release of the movie. And then the movie was like painfully average at best. Like, at, at best. Like, I, I feel it's pretty shitty, honestly. As a fan of the that made no sense, but then tried to connect to Logan at the same time. Yeah, it, it's like it, it, it had no connective tissue to anything. It, they didn't lean hard enough into the horror aspect. And the New Mutants is not really a horror comic either. So it's uh, just like, okay, like if you want to do a horror thing, like why would you pick the New Mutants? Like, the okay. But anyway, yeah, they. It's a fucking mess. Like they, they ruin just about every character is unlikable. They ruined all the beloved new mutants. They suck. I can't think of anyone who was likable through the entire movie. And um, yeah, it's a really boring ass plot. They're just stuck in a hospital. They're stuck in a fucking hospital. Even though Ileana Rasputin has a uh, portal power, she can teleport anywhere she fucking wants. But for some reason, they don't explain she can't teleport outside this fucking hospital. And they're just trapped in this force field until they get out. And it's it's very boring. It's it's very boring. I, I'll give it like a. a Five out of ten, four, so, four out of ten. So, what's the third act like? Like, do we like have a final boss fight or whatever? What's that like? Yes and no. Yes and no. Like, 
it's one of those like the final boss is low key one of the main characters, but like you can kind of see that shit coming from a mile of fucking way. Yeah, yeah, it's the doctor. It says it's only one person in the fucking hospital with them. It's Cecilia Reyes, a character for the comics, and like she's basically the bad guy. And it just turns out she works for Mister Sinister's corporation. Boom, that's it. She works for Ethics Essex uh, Company or whatever, which is Mister Sinister's mm. name in the comics. Even though you never see Mister Sinister or anything alluding to him in the bitch, it's just like oh, this lady works for Mister Sinister, and they're experimenting on these young mutants. That's the plot. The mutants escape. They just fucking leave at the end. They just that's it. That's it's it's terrible. It's 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 awful. And like they, they, they characterize so the, the characters as well. And then they do this whole. There's a thing that Marvel likes to do with colorism with their Afro Latino characters. The Afro Latino characters start looking very black, and then as years go on, they get whiter and whiter and whiter until they're just white passing. And they did that with Roberto. They've done that with Roberto with um in the comics as well. And like that continues to happen with their characters. People have complained for their casting of America Chavez and for other, you know, brown characters that come off a lot more white passing when they, when they come to live action or sometimes even in the comics, they get drawn. Like with Storm, over the, like years. The, the Storm, the whole Storm debacle. Yeah. So there's, there's been a lot of issues with that as well. I think that was also an issue with the movie. And then they make um, the most popular, my favorite New Mutants character is utterly unlikable piece of shit in the movie, which is on magic. Like they make magic like a racist bully for some reason. Yep. And then just like try to give her a hero moment at the end. But then you're just like, she's been a bitch this entire movie. Like, I don't know why. You can't even tell, like, and the sad part is like, that's, she's, she's, a, she's not only a legacy character, but she has ties to the main team as well. So like that made no fucking sense. Yeah, her brother's Colossus. Like she's one of the more Who powerful. Who is Loki already character. in the universe, which is crazy because he's already in the fucking universe. Yeah, he's in the I am, I'm, I'm thoroughly upset about that because I had no idea because Majika is also one of my favorite characters, um, uh, primarily just because of how badass like her character is as as a whole, like and how it's still kind of not really talked about how she just became the 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 ruler of multiple dimensions or whatever the fuck like it that that's just insane. But the fact that that's what they did to her now, I'm just thoroughly upset. I haven't even seen this, and now I'm just upset about it. Oh, you'll be mad if you watch it. Then, if you if you're a fan of magic like I am, like prepare to to be mad. And I, oh, again, time. I don't know their why they would characterize you that way. Her, their brother is fire. Like the the Mikhail, like um, their older brother is fire as fuck too in the comics. Yeah, he's a big part of the uh, X Lives of Wolverine book too. Like he's a reality warper, so he's he's really powerful. Uh, Mikhail Rasputin. <laughs> wow. Hey, you guys, yeah. I have trivia for the movie if you want it. We do. Right. <clears throat> Josh Boone intended this film to be the first in a trilogy, with the second film to be an alien invasion movie featuring the alien mutant warlock, and then the third and final installment to be a supernatural apocalyptic horror based on the X Men comic event Inferno. Demons invade the Earth, and magic plays a major role. That would have been Which cool if sense. the first movie was good, if they had a foundation to build off that. Like, I would love to see Warlock and, like, Doug and some of that. But, like, when you make all the main characters really unlikable and the movie really boring, there's, there, ain't, there ain't no way in hell that sequel's happening. Right. I, like I said, they did my boy Cannonball so dirty. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like they did everyone people. dirty. Like, I, I don't think anyone was not done dirty. <laughs> like, for real. Speaking of Cannonball, Nat, Nat Wolf was considered for the role of Cannonball. That wolf. I don't know who that is. All right. Josh Boone admitted 
that he found shooting to be stressful as he felt a bit neutered because he had to tone down the film from his original full horror ideas. Yeah, and that's what you really felt. It felt like yeah. a movie that like really had a vision, but that vision got stripped away from it. So it's like like it would be cool if it really was a horror movie, but it looks like he wanted to make a horror movie and then they backed off of it and it just became that's, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Like he wanted to be a darker take on the new mutants and the, the studio of course they, they were like, We don't know about that, we want that teen dollar. Yeah, but they, then they, they saw they how that trailer more traditional. But then they saw how the trailer they 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 cut a horror kind of trailer and they saw how good that did and they tried to backtrack and they 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 backtracked again. Yeah, I heard there were a lot of reshoots and stuff. Yeah, they're like it was a mess, whole process. Oh, speaking of reshoots and stuff, <clears throat> the film had five release dates. It was originally slated to debut on April thirteenth, twenty eighteen, but was first delayed to February nineteenth, twenty nineteen, in order to conduct reshoots. Later, it was pushed back to August second, twenty nineteen, while Disney finalizes purchase of Fox. The film was per- was pushed back yet again to April 3rd, 2020 to make room for the release of X-Men Dark Phoenix, which we'll be talking about later. On March 12, 2020, it was postponed due to COVID-19. On May 19, 2020, its new release date of August 28, 2020 was announced and the film was finally released in theaters on that stated date. Yeah, after Next that third fun. release date, I knew shit was is, is bad. Yeah. When, when you're getting five release dates for your movie. <laughs> once your they didn't even once what, no, once your characters age up in real life past their movie characters, it's kind of it's kind of a Yeah, you don't reshoots, niggas look completely different. Yeah. It was just a mess. Hey, I mean, there's not much to say have... about new mutants. So wait, so like both songs so both Star Sisters were in fucking shitty mutant movies? That's yep. hilarious. Just like, I yeah, forgot, like I said, Marvel, just like they got the Game of Thrones brothers now and uh, Eternals and stuff like that. The, the Stark brothers. Hmm. Shit. Yeah. Speaking of which, like, Icarus has the worst ending of all movie characters I've ever seen. Man, ah, it it's too on the nose, a little, a little too on the nose. And it's like, I know he's not going to die, but like, what are you fucking doing, bro? But they still didn't establish like that, that they're immortal, really. Like they kind of did, but they, but they didn't like, they didn't do it like in the comics where there's like the machine that like they, they have yeah. the resurrection machine. So I was like, it'll be interesting to see if they play with that or if they're going to play with that from the, the big comic event this summer for Marvel. It's going to be a, Eternals focus, which I'm really excited for. It's going to be like. The, the Eternals, since the X-Men have advanced so much now, like the Eternals now consider them deviants. So now there's going to be a war between the X-Men and the Eternals on Earth. And the Avengers are like, well, chill, well, chill the fuck out. Wait a minute. <laughs> like, wait, wait a minute, dog. Like, don't don't destroy the Earth over some some. We got some gang shit happening. on. Yo, Earth right is now. that like Marvel's thing now? Just putting X-Men against various other people and just seeing what happens. It's been a while. Since they've been doing that. For, they've, been, they've been doing that for years, though. They did it. They did it with these fucking Inhumans. Yeah, that was. I don't want to talk about that era, the Inhumans era, where everybody was an Inhuman. Now, no one even wants to speak the name Inhumans in Marvel anymore. But we're like, getting you know what, Miss Marvel, Marvel she's uh she's got some bracelets or something. Let's not talk about her <laughs> actual origin. So is that everything on New Mutant? Yep, completely forgettable. Skip it if you if you unless you're just <laughs> bored and want to roast it. If you just want to roast a bad movie, then by all means. But other than that, skip it for your own. 
time. If you want to watch, if you want to see a CW show without the CW charm, but a bigger budget, <laughs> you can watch it. The CW has charm. Sometimes. Ooh, they got charmed, motherfucker. That's what they hey. <laughs> I what you did there. I enjoyed it. Hey, I don't it. care what no, I don't care what nobody says. Season one and two of Archie is fucking amazing. Of what? For Archie. I mean, not Archie, but uh, Riverdale. Oh. oh, Riverdale. Man, yeah, I don't know what's going. On. I don't know nothing about Archie comics, but I've seen it. Whatever's happening right now, they're doing something in the multiverse, and they're talking about did Archie get powers after their latest multiverse yeah, adventure? I don't what even, the fuck is going on in this show? Oh, this is I a high school drama. Going on, bro. <laughs> all I know is, all I know is, in season two, they had Archie walking through the ops hood with this strap, looking for the smoke. Wow. I don't know. Yes, Archie. WCW Archie turns. Archie turns full fledged gangbanger. Is out there wilding, nigga. <laughs> Not to mention Archie fucks. Not to mention everybody. Not to mention Archie fucks everybody. Wow. Wow. Yeah, like Archie's a whole like. For some reason, Archie got the magic paint in Riverdale. Like everybody wants that job. All right, so I gotta get ready to go do this next pod in a bit. Are we gonna get to the main event? We gonna we gonna talk about this uh this these X Men uh debacles. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, all right, let's go. So, all right, X-Men Dark Phoenix. They fucked up the Phoenix saga during X-Men 3. They, they, they said, let's take another crack at it. You know what I'm saying? We, years later, we learned our lesson, almost like Deadpool. You think like, okay, we fucked up the first one with uh, X-Men Origins, but now we know what fans want. We're going to go back and do it right. And they fucked it up worse. How do they do it worse? It's the How same you- fucking writer. Same <laughs> fucking writer. You get a whole nother shot at it. You get a whole mulligan. And you did it worse than you did it the first time. Like I, I don't even understand how you manage that. It's I'm boring. It's, it's. I, I don't, I don't have enough negative. Like, I'm trying to think of positives, but like, even reportedly behind the scenes, the the movie's whole third act had to be scrapped for some generic train scene. Like the villain of the movie is a generic alien. Do you know how many great villains the X Men have? They didn't choose to use any of them. They invented some random ass, bland ass alien race. And just said, oh, yep, that's that's your villain. Jessica Chastain's from this race of people who aren't in the comics who, even though we could have pulled, you know, a bunch of cool. No, 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 wait, no, 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 wait. They are, they are in the comics, but like they're, they're super, a, super minor a, and have nothing to do with the X-Men, though. They, they're <laughs> people who planet got destroyed by like the Phoenix one time or something. So they're, that's as loosely as it is. Like they're, they didn't, it's not the brood. It's not, you know, like the, the the phalanx or something cool are established. It's just like, oh, this minor Easter egg or something. It's a really odd choice to make that your villain of your big budget X-Men movie when they have so many great villains that they could have pulled from. That's just made no fucking sense. Like Darth is made like Oh, oh, another rant. Uh, I'm not trying to cut you off, but um <laughs> this they, this the opening scene of this movie establishes that Jean Grey gets the Phoenix from this space accident. The movie previous to this, she used her Phoenix powers to yes. defeat uh, apocalypse. Ivan Ooze Apocalypse. So, how? Why are we doing this again? Like, did did they forget that we saw the previous movie? My like my my, my biggest thing was you have a mission, you have a mission in space, and you send fucking Nightcrawler. Yeah, it, it's I don't I don't understand. I I don't get no, it. No 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 wait 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 wait. You have a mission in space and you send Havoc and Nightcrawler with no spacesuits. 
the whole movie was just poorly conceived. And then it's like, apparently, like I said, they're apparently the third act of the movie was just the third act of Captain Marvel. And then they're like, Captain Marvel came out first and they were just like, shit, what do we do now? Let's make, um, let's make the X-Men fight some people on a train or something. And it's just like, wait, can Magneto just, never mind, never mind. They're going to struggle fighting on a train. um, So after X-Men, Days of Future Past 2014, Erase the events of X Men Landstar from the series timeline. Kimberg expressed interest in a new adaptation of Chris Claremont and John Byrne's Dark Phoenix Saga in a future film that would be more faithful than his previous attempt with The Last Stand, which was and it really wasn't at all. Yeah, it wasn't faithful at all. <laughs> <laughs> with even Kimberg and co writers ultimately imprinting the final product. The new, the new adaptation was confirmed as a follow-up to Apocalypse in 2016. Kimberg turned on as director in June 2017 with the majority of the cast of the return on Apocalypse. Filming began later that month. Oh, hook, it's, it's, it's out of my phone, man. Oh, sorry. Oh, shit. Filming began later that month in Montreal and was completed in October 2017. The entire third act was reshot in late 2018 following poor test screenings. The film was dedicated to the memory of X-Men co-creator Stan Lee, who died on November 12, 2018. Damn. Dark yeah, Phoenix so was theatrically released in the United States on June 7, 2019, produced and distributed by 20th Century Fox. It is the lowest grossing installment in the main series and the second lowest grossing X-Men film behind The New Mutants, which was released in theaters during COVID. The film grossed $252 million worldwide on a $200 million production budget and lost an estimated $133 million after the marketing and distribution costs, <clears throat> making it one of the biggest box office bombs of all time. It received negative reviews from critics. Yeah, hopefully it, was, it opens the door for a nice short. How they gonna do this for Stanley? Really Stanley Stan Lee would have been pissed. He mad as shit. He looking down mad. Arthur He's Fist from the clouds. One of the biggest box office bombs of all time. Because it was a good movie. It wasn't a good movie from the start, and it ended. It, it started how it ended bad. Yeah, Max. it felt half hearted. I watched Storm. Storm was in a serious fight with someone whose powers were like whipping hair or something. She was. She was in a life or death fight with Willow Smith and struggling. And, <laughs> and I was like, okay. Like, can we talk about how Nerf Storm has been in all these movies? Yeah, that's why I was just like, Storm can like literally summon a hurricane and throw this bitch to like Milwaukee. And she's fighting Willow Smith and struggling for some reason. Like, Storm I don't can, understand what's happening. Storm can pull the lung out of your air. I mean, the, the air out of your lungs. I'm sorry. Or a quick, a quick strike of lightning. Done. Exactly. Yeah. Anything. Like, literally anything. You can also pull the lung out of your air, like pull, like using air to pull your lung. Right <laughs> yeah. Out of yeah. Exactly. I mean, I would have accepted it. I would. I would prefer that to what we got. Actually, there's like there's even more gnarly that they've shown Storm lately because she's got this new badass role in the comics. It's Queen of the Solar System, and she runs like half of the mutant like civilization. But like, she she can change the air pressure mm-hmm. to the point where like it will just make your head explode. And it was awesome. She did that to a row of enemies where she's just like, they all started to get nosebleeds. It's like, I feel weird. It's like the the, the air pressure is getting weird and their their heads just instantly popped. 
and it was just like, oh shit, yeah, Storm's awesome. That's yeah. terrifying. Yeah, damn. That, that's some Listen. fist of the North Star shit right there. <laughs> because Storm has been because Storm has been Omega levels since Omega levels was a thing, bro. Yeah, like Storm has that's always been always, powerful as fuck. That's all. That's why she was always like right next to Professor Xavier. That was always like her spot of like it was her. Um, Scott and, and Wolverine that were always like the top bodyguards for that man because they were all that powerful and that love. But Storm mainly because she was the bazooka. Yeah. Well, whole time whole time. Well, real quick though, like I want to say because of the TV show and the movies, Cyclops has been done so dirty. Yeah. Oh a yeah. Long narrative. He's been disrespected because everyone just remembers him from the cartoon where he's just kind of like a square Wait, and kind of like he let more. It's because it's because he let Morph die. That's why. Yeah. In the first episode, he 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 makes a tough call and he lets Morph die and he gets like bitched by Wolverine because of it. Gets his car for the rest of the for the rest of the series. For the rest of the series, Wolverine let that man know. Yeah. So oh. people don't really know that Cyclops is really is kind of a badass and like very well respected like there's a reason the wolverine yeah. takes orders from cyclops and doesn't complain right. about it like he respects like, that like man. other heroes respect cyclops like like cap, like cap respects cyclops, cyclops yeah he's the mutant captain america as you say like he's the captain america of mutants he's the most respected he is the most he is the soldier the foot soldier who's done the most work for for xavier's dream where he's just like i'm, I'm gonna make that shit happen xavier talking about it but he's out there doing it and cyclops has been especially even during that in humans era where he was more radical where he's like, we'll, we'll fucking kill some people if we have to like, fuck it. Like Xavier is he, he getting a little soft where he was kind of more Magneto ish, but yeah, Cyclops is a badass. They really get into it. Um, more so in the current era of X-Men too. Um, Cyclops awesome. Like I, I, I hate the slander that comes to Cyclops where people think he's just a bitch. But again, like you said, that comes from the 90s show and just the movies. The movies. And I won't, I won't even lie to you. I, I'm getting very annoyed with how much they keep nerfing him. Because, like, as I was growing up, Cyclops only, his beams only oh, got more shit. powerful as he aged. And yeah. they were the point where, like, I, I think there was one comic book where he, like, beamed somebody on a different planet. Like, they reached that far. That's how powerful they were. Yeah. And, like, they could go through literally anything. And that's why, like, you know, he, he was even approaching Omega himself, where it's like, the only thing that his beams couldn't destroy or cut through was like reality and it was getting to that point as well but now it's like oh yeah anything can block his beams like literally anything it's because the beams are low-key like a whole dimensional fucking force on their own yeah they're literally <laughs> another the energy of some what like like some uh, uh galaxy or something that's being destroyed like or a, destroying it's a pocket dimension or some shit like that it's basically like you know how like when when nightcrawler trans like teleports he goes to a different dimension yeah. shit like that yeah yeah hey uh speaking of cyclops this cyclops for the movie ty sheridan admitted shortly before the film was released that he wore a muscle suit throughout production instead of working out like those weird padded suits yeah why would you do that to your movie though like i feel like he should get sued for that like imagine i'm <laughs> in a role for a movie and i'm just like hey guys just to let you know i did not I'm actually not do out. any of that like that's Ooh, funny got some more trivia olivia munn was set to return as psylocke but ultimately was unable to reprise her role due to scheduling conflicts with filming the predator 2018 Another bad I'm, I'm glad she didn't. Like normally, I would be like, "What are you doing? 
you should go to the bigger buck. But I'm glad that Olivia was like had the wherewithal to be like, nah, nah, this is more important. Yeah, Psylocke is also a really, really, really tricky character to, to pull off outside yeah. of like, oh, she's a cool ninja. But if you actually want to do like anything with the actual character, you have to get into the history of the character, which is woo, oh, problematic. To say a lot of shit. That's a white woman trapped in an Asian woman's body that as aliens and ninjas and it's a it's a lot of electric type shit going on with that. Yeah, so it's like so it's like so you're Asian, but you're literally a white woman who stole an Asian woman's body. Cool. With- with telekinetic powers sometimes yeah so the telekinetic powers are from betsy braddock the white lady in the asian ninja's body so that's why it's a a combination of super cool ninja skills from the hand and like super powerful telekinetics but also in 2022 that's it's it's really hard to explain that (laughs) Mm -hmm. or or more so you just don't don't touch that. Don't do that. Well, yeah. you could do it like the, the, the current comics have done a good job with that by just separating Betsy and Quanan now. Like now that they have resurrection and stuff like that, they were able to put Betsy back in her own body. So Betsy is now a white woman again. And Quanan has her own body. She goes by Psylocke now. So they're, they're two separate people now, which is, I guess, the cleanest way you could do that. All right. Uh, you want some hey, more man. trivia? I got some more trivia. Go for it. All right. <clears throat> the role of Buck was first offered to Angelina Jolie, who passed on it before Jessica Chastain accepted it. Jolie passed on the role because she was more interested in playing the titular character in Bride of Frankenstein before Universal decided to put it on hold. They were the only names considered by the studio for Buck, and both were recommended by James McAvoy due to his working relationship. Okay, so first of all, saying on hold when talking about the Dark Universe is, a, is, is putting it very, very lightly. They buried the fuck out of that franchise. Yeah, I yeah, they forgot did. about that. Yeah, yeah. Dracula, I like that Dracula movie, though. That joint was hard, bro. Yeah, low-key, like, I, I was telling somebody that, like, the Dracula movie they did was low-key all right. It wasn't bad. Right. But it wasn't what they were, it wasn't what they wanted, I guess. It, it wasn't a box office hit. Mm-hmm. But Dracula on Toe was fire, though. No bullshit. Yeah, but then they banked everything on fucking Tom Cruise and then bought the farm. Hey man, I, that's my hot take. I like that Mummy movie, dog. I liked it. Really? I liked it. Really? Why? Tell me, like, really? Like, tell me why. I mean, it's a Tom. It's Tom. It's fucking Mission Impossible in the desert, bro. Like, but we already got that. Without, without Mama, but we already got that without mummies, though. It's a better movie. <laughs> I get it, but it's Tom Cruise, you know, it's Mission Impossible with a little mystic stuff in there, man. You know, it is. You know, Y'all, like, like, if something has been done before or something what has ever happened, it's like, no, we got that. Like, that, that'd be killing me. Like, I fuck with you. Y'all be killing I don't, me. I don't, I don't mean to say it like, I don't mean to say it like that. <laughs> I mean, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me clean it up a little bit. I don't mind rehashing ideas, <laughs> but like, if you're going to rehash an idea, at least bring something new to it. You feel me? And like, none of the, None of that movie was new. Like half of the plot is fucking American Girl from London. First of all, <laughs> ain't no boys. Hey, no, that's one of my movies though. That's one of my that's movies. The, it's the same right fucking on. plot. And then like none of the none of the second half of that movie makes any fucking sense. I can't. Right, that, second, I, that second half makes no fucking sense. I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree with that. But I I will say I am someone who loves more of the same thing. If like to what you said, they do 
take the time to be a little bit more creative about it. Like, don't give me literally just the same thing. Like, give me more of what I'm familiar with, but do something different. I, I, I can agree like with that. Like, build on it type shit. Like, build on it. Like, we've all seen the Shonen. We, we all love Shonen shit. We've all seen the same fucking story all over again. But, hey, show me some little something. Jazz it up a little bit. Give me something different. Like, there's a reason that Dragon Ball Z isn't Naruto. Naruto isn't Hunter Hunter. But they're all the same fucking story, basically. These are facts. These are very, these are facts. It's like, you know, you motherfuckers speak, go to, go, go to school for years to learn how to write, and then you plagiarize shit. Leave me the fuck alone, <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> hey, no, motherfuckers go to school to learn how to write, and then they, and then they cheat. They just... Go to how it happens. Hey, hey they said this film had reshoots because it's too similar to the film Captain Marvel. Yep. Wow. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, wow. I said Gene was just gonna go into space and like fight, you know, like go like a super, you know, dark, dark phoenix mode and like beat all the aliens, and that was gonna be the end. That's the end of Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Imagine. Imagine you go to work one day and they're just like, yo, guys, um, sorry, we're kind of plagiarizing some shit. We got to change it up. Like, imagine you're on the production <laughs> when somebody tells you that. Yeah, it's like, the, you know, remember the, the whole third act we just shot? Well, someone just released a movie that was that. So we, we, we got we to gotta do something else. How, I mean, how much cool. time we have? We, we got like three months. I mean, it's, we can it's make cool it that work, they, but it's cool that they care now because remember back in the day they didn't. Like the Lion King is is definitely a fucking yeah. a whole plagiarized movie. That is true. That is this true. Is We're true. only just caring. But about also, that. like I will say this: it's different. But like it's one thing when like one prop like it's. It also depends on like how known one of the properties is. Like no one really knew what the fuck Kimball was at that time. That is true. Hmm. Like you, you can you can you can have liberties when like the properties aren't the same like star wars is fucking is, is what seven samurai basically star wars yeah. is doing basically but it has its own unique spin to it though but also like how many motherfuckers actually saw seven samurai that is also hey, true. somebody is like I got some more trivia oh go ahead Simon Kimberg didn't want Wolverine in the film due to the age gap between Hugh Jackman and Sophie Turner, and it's unlikely that Jackman would re- would have returned in any case due to retiring the character in 2017. That I think that made was... any fucking sense. Oh, go ahead. That would have made any fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely would have made sense. Oh, because like. Wolverine's long on and off again sort of like friendship romance with Jean Grey would have looked weird between Hugh Jackman and Sophie Turner. I, I can actually agree with that. I was a little concerned about that when I saw the movie. So did y'all like um, did y'all like the characterization of the Phoenix? Because I have some trivia here that says Phoenix was originally conceptualized with a fiery look for the film. It was revamped and post-production looked more cosmic. I hate it. I mean, I hate it because it has nothing to do with the Mcron <laughs> crystal or like anything yeah. that the Phoenix is supposed to be. It was just, uh, I, I don't know. It was a, it was a, it was a power up. It was a, it was a, I don't, it was an out of nowhere power up that made no sense in context of the movie. They did the same thing. They said they were going to make this more, more faithful to the comics and make it more cosmic, but it ended up being the same thing as the, uh, the original um, from X three, where it's just like. Oh, it's just her trauma, basically. And, you know, it's just he tried to lock away her trauma until it got out. And then she got mad. And then 
yeah, she's she's Phoenix now. It has nothing to do with like the Mkron crystal or anything with the Shi'ar and all that stuff that is makes the Phoenix Saga make any type of fucking sense. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know who did all of this shit worse than the X-Men did though? Did y'all see Fan Fantastic? That's gonna be a whole nother day. I ain't got time to get into that. Oh, <laughs> a whole nother episode, baby. Oh goddamn. I will I will say one thing. I can understand there's certain there are certain issues about making movies about comics that are hard to deal with when you're when you're a director and a in a in a screenplay writer. And that no, is not just follow the comic. No, well hold up, hold up, hold up. The thing is that like <laughs> with the with the Phoenix, that brings up an issue. The Phoenix is <clears throat> a much bigger it, it's it's really one piece of a much bigger story. And yeah. Okay, if so you have like explain. this story being the thing that people are like really wanting to watch this for, like you see that's what's selling, and you're like, oh fuck, but I don't have the budget to make this a grandiose like saga because we don't have Marvel's full budget. We just have Fox, so we can only make a couple of movies. That's what they're telling us to make, and they're like, you got to focus mm-hmm. on this thing. If I'm a director, like that's my job. They literally just come up to me and they're just like, look, this is your job. This is what we're paying you to do. You got to use this material because that's what's selling and you got to make it work. You're kind of in a bind. You're in a bind because like that doesn't work without like like what CJ said, like all these other aspects of that story. So what the fuck can you do? Follow the comic. You can't. I think you both are right. You, you're both right. You don't have to like, go super into detail though man like i get it there's stuff that you do have to leave out and there's stuff that you need to keep in but at the same time if you're trying to make a movie out of this there's no point of creating some fucking whole like with um what was it with fucking time travel in the avengers bro like yeah that was dumb like what? Like oh, that, man. you could have just followed. You could have just followed the the fucking Infinity Saga and kept it. It's going, well bro. documented like, how I feel about time travel. Like it just you know. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, they you don't have to create like oh yeah the Phoenix Force came from this failed space mission. Like come on, bro, really? It's, this is my take on it. The Phoenix Saga should never be one fucking movie. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Facts. That's the answer. Facts. Like it's too sprawling of a of a of a saga. Even in the TV it's in the cartoon, that was like a big epic saga. That was in, half in the, the fucking movie. season. That yeah. was half the yeah. season. Yeah, it's like and if it you can't tell that story in one movie, try to tell a different story, bro. That's it. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Like fucking Endgame took fucking damn near twenty years, bro. And we loved it's, it. There's just so many good X-Men stories you could tell. And then to, to fail, we got two movies that are wasted Dark Phoenix stories, failures. Like, bro, we could have seen any other good storyline from the X-Men. All these great villains to choose from. And, like, you you didn't choose any of them. None of the, like, you didn't choose any of the iconic X-Men villains you could have picked. They were just like, nah, we're just going to do Jean Grace, her own worst enemy type thing again. And she's going to kill Mystique, who, like, you're supposed to care about for some reason. But Jennifer Lawrence just doesn't want to be in these movies anymore. Get me out of here, bro. Get me out your fucking universe, bro. It's like it's like where Jean Grey and Mystique supposed to be close or something. Like I don't even understand the emotional resonance it's had. It's just like, oh, she's dead now. Like they were girlfriends. (laughs) They went shopping at the mall together. All right, all right, calm down. I I mean, didn't didn't they have? 
No, that wasn't Gene Gray. And was that? Who was Gene Gray driving back in the car with with Jubilee and uh oh I thought he was Jubilee the joint that had Quicksilver in it when he saved everyone from the exploding. I remember one movie when they went to the mall and nothing ever came out of it. And yeah, and it had like a weird sidetrack to uh, like a Wolverine movie for a second, and then because Nightcrawler was with them. Yeah, Yeah. that was Apocalypse, right? Yeah, that was Was Apocalypse. Was was Mystique with them? No, I don't think so. I don't know, but anyway, yeah, no, fuck that. Girl it doesn't matter. Still, the whole movie out. Girlfriends. <laughs> they were BFFs. Who the fuck they were? BFFs. Nobody in they... these movies were actually friends, bro. Nobody in these movies were friends. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't give them they time to be friends, bro. I think Nobody this just gives us hope moving forward in the future because they've taken such long break of X-Men. They've dropped little hints and clues that like they might take a stab at the Krakoa X-Men when they reboot this for the movies, which I feel like this is the only way now. It's, it's, a, it's been years now since they've done it in the comics. It's proven to be successful that people love where the X-Men status quo is now. It would be different. It would be, you know, like I just don't want to see them come to um, like the MCU at Westchester with the same ass lineup doing the same old bullshit like let's 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 time to shake it up like let's now that the disney's got it it's time to let's it's time for krakoa we can do a simplified version of it they can do it like the comics or they're combining the um the 90s show with the krakoa which is really cool with the x-men 97 comic like what if krakoa was happening during the the x-men 90s cartoon and it's just like yes more shit like that like let's do krakoa because like it's time the x-men are kind of like they don't fit in the marvel universe as a school in New York where everybody fucking hates them with, while the Avengers are celebrated as heroes. Like, no one, no one would know that Spider-Man is not a mutant. So they wouldn't be like, oh, we love Spider-Man and Captain Marvel, but fuck you, Wolverine. Like, that <laughs> doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense you, that heroes Storm. are worshipped in the MCU except mutants just because they're born that way. Like, it, doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. Where It's like, the Fantastic Four, beloved heroes, but hey, fuck you, X-Men. Like, you dirty fucking mutants like wait 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 a minute so how is that any different from the thing how is you know or this dude's made a rock he wasn't he wasn't born with it yeah that's that's the thing so i feel like it's just really they don't fit unless like the x-men are in their own separate little corner and i feel like that's why Krakoa works so well because like oh the x-men are here but they're on their own orgy island right now doing their own shit they got their own (laughs) government their own villains their own problems they're not worried about what the fuck the avengers are doing right now all right. Unless I the mean, whole uh, entire world is under threat immediately, then they'll pop out and help. Speaking of X Men '97, the studio has announced very little about X Men '97 outside of giving it a vague 2023 release date and revealing several members of its creative team and cast. Hoping they're just working on a a, a version of like what they're doing in the comics. Like I said, there's a comic version that they're releasing of the uh, show of, of the reboot that is just Krakoa. It's just like those old storylines combined with what if the status quo back then was Krakoa? Like, like they already have the portals, they already have the immortality, they already have their own government and island and stuff like that. How would the 90s show have played out if that was the status quo? And I think that's really interesting. I'm, I'm going to pick that comic up because that sounds fucking interesting. It should to me. And I hope right. that's the direction they go with the show. Like, just give us something different, man. Some the X-Men are, they're more interesting than they've ever been. Like, the Krakoa era was so popular, like I said, it might bite, bite them in the ass. It's too popular to the point where, like, it was supposed to wrap up and the Marvel executives are like, nah, this is too lucrative. Like, 
we're gonna keep Krakoa going as long as niggas keep buying Krakoa comics. Like, fuck the storyline. Like, we're gonna stretch it out. We're gonna make new storylines or bring in new writers to do new shit with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they, they see their potential creatively. And that was another thing that Hickman, why he let them do that. Hickman, who created the whole thing, he was like, he saw that other artists and some of his friends, other writers were coming in and they were having fun with the playground that he built. Like he built the playground of Krakoa. Now other writers are like, oh shit, I never thought of the X-Men like that. Maybe I got an X-Men story now. You know, now now I, w- I want to tell this now. So he's like, yeah, I see other people coming up with good ideas based off of what I created. I'm going to let them run with it. It's no, I'm not going to take my ball and go home, especially when so many people are enjoying these comics. So I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to step away. I'm going to let people take my baby and take it over. But, you know, I'm going to let them have fun with it and let Marvel, Marvel gets to have their cake and eat it too. They, we will, we could still get good Krakoa stories. We, we might get some bad ones now, but like at the same time, Marvel keeps to keep that Krakoa money coming in because those comics are selling good. Like the, the new X-Men, X-Force, Wolverine, Excalibur somehow. I don't know who's reading it. Somebody is. Like they're, they, they sell very well. <laughs> All right. Anything else on the uh, movie? <clears throat> I'm asked about it. Skippable. Skip it. Save yourself the time. <clears throat> All right, read the comic book, dog. King to the Moon, Funko Pop Pop 8. What happened? Who did it? What's going on? I'm sorry. I said King to the Moon. It's a bonfire. I wish I had my soundboard right now. Oh, what are we bonfiring? I'm sorry. I've been, like I said, I'm cleaning. I'm cleaning out my old apartment. We've been doing Dark Phoenix. Oh, uh, uh, fuck that movie. All right, that's where we're close with everybody. Thank <laughs> you for joining us on a new bonfire episode. <laughs> I was your host, LK Guy, with my co-host, Bubsy Bubsy. We was here, we was here with Steve God, also here with Puff Go Poppy and Uncle Pop Poppy. Subscribe here. everywhere, listen that's everywhere, me. watch us everywhere, and buy some merch. We have merch available. Hit the link tree, Fire Squad, everywhere on IG and Twitter and SoundCloud. Gang. Hey, you know I've been recording this whole time. Stop it. This is good content. This is great content. (laughs) Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.